Hi, this is Jamie, and welcome to the Student Affairs Nerds Season 2. You might be wondering, wait a minute, I subscribed to a different podcast last season, but actually it is the same podcast, well, mostly. We have a little bit of a different name and a little bit of a different focus. So we wanted to give you a quick update on what happened and why we changed our name. Just to let you all know, when we first got started, we did what folks recommend, and we googled the name that we had previously, and we didn't see any conflicting podcast Twitter handles or accounts. So we went with the name that we had and we were contacted in the end of December with a notice from a law firm indicating that we were using a name that had been trademarked and we were asked to desist from using that name. And it is something that who knew the very popular words in our former title could actually be owned by someone. And we made the decision at that point that this was something where we didn't want to compete or impact anybody's business. And this is just a hobby for us. So we realized, hey, let's take this as an opportunity to pivot our podcast. So we talked a little bit more about the things that we liked about our podcast from season one and things that we'd like to do more of. And we realized that we really liked the element of having a panel of hosts discussing topics with a guest speaker. We also thought about Dustin, our resident higher ed geek, and how he has a really great podcast, The Higher Ed Geek, where he interviews people one-on-one who are in higher ed to talk about their experiences. So we decided this was an opportunity to join the Higher Ed Geek family and have a bit of a spinoff such that if you think of Dustin's podcast as Jimmy Kimmel Live, where he interviews one person at a time, you can think of our show, The Student Affairs Nerds, like The View, where we'll be talking each episode about a different topic impacting higher education and occasionally we'll include a guest that will complement the discussion. So there you have it. Your student affairs nerds will be with you each episode and enjoying a discussion along the way. And we would love to hear from you the things that you'd like to have us discuss and if you'd like to join us on the show. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. So we are here, first episode of 2021. Uh, We're excited to be all together again, to be looking ahead to the year to come, our goals for the year, uh, as we kind of reflected on the past year, the end of last year, and uh, now at the beginning of the year, looking ahead to uh, what is to come. So uh, we will go through with our roundtable here uh, as we did before, and we'll be seeking to do a lot more episodes like this uh, in the future. So get excited uh, for more of this, uh, all these great conversations with everybody here uh, together. So we'll have uh, at least three questions that we'd like to get through is just kind of the goals for 2021. Um, Just uh, kind of run through each of these with everybody. Um, So we'll start, we'll kind of hit on both sides of the coin here of, uh, you know, goals that we have for ourselves professionally. We will start there. Um, I'll kick us off. So Professionally, I've got two things. Uh, One is going to be done pretty early this year. Uh, I just started my final short course through University of California, Irvine. Uh, It's their esports management certificate. Um, It's four courses. So uh, now taking my fourth one is a recording of this episode. Um, So I'm just looking forward to finishing that. That's been... uh, I've been working on that, I guess, for almost maybe it's maybe like a year and a half um, since I took the first course. Uh, it's been really interesting stuff, and uh, it'll just be cool to have uh, that certificate as like uh, the first kind of credential that I've gotten since grad school, which was 
uh, a little seven years ago. So, so that is one thing. And then just trying to get and uh, just get out there and uh, attending more conferences and webinars. Uh, the first thing probably that I'll do um, uh, that I, I just got kind of booked for was uh, South by Southwest EDU 2021. Uh, they're doing a virtual conference in uh, March, but uh, yeah, excited to at least be involved with this virtual event. Uh, to just uh, be able to you know attend the sessions, but also uh, hopefully network a bit. I'll just uh, kind of pop it over to Solomon. We're gonna go down from there um, just to hear from everybody else of what are your goals that you have for yourself professionally. All right, thank you, Dustin, um, and happy New Year's to our listeners. Um, I think one of the goals that I'm going to be working towards this year is really leveraging social media more. I really want to see how far uh, that can go in terms of really having a pulse on student engagement and interaction. Um, I'm really excited that um, this month we'll be launching our recruitment campaign for our orientation advisors, and we have a full month of content that we've planned out. So every day something will be going out on our social media and we're really just excited to see how uh, students engage uh, with that. And really, I've kind of fallen in love with social media so much that I've um, applied to a graduate program for digital social media. So um, I'm really excited to start hopefully learning more about that come fall. Um, but right now, just doing uh, what I can and what I know to really push that um, to the limit until we get back on ground. And USC has been doing a lot of great things with um, online student engagement. I just uh, know that social media is where they are when they're not on whatever website or platform that we've built up for them to participate on. Um, something else that I'm also trying to work on professionally, um, and I think this is just something that Um, many new professionals can probably relate to is really trying to have um, some boundaries in terms of how close I am to my work. Um, I think this last year we saw a lot of decisions being made on the fly and a lot of decisions coming down from the top um, that oftentimes were in direct contrast to what um, we were feeling on the ground level should happen. Um, And I think one way that we can kind of mitigate some of those huge pain points is just stepping back um, from the work a little bit. So still giving it your full effort, but also being okay when things uh, don't go exactly how you uh, feel they should go based on um, what you've been you know, doing and seeing. And I think for me, the more that I've been able to do that professionally, it's been uh, able to clear up a lot more um, uh, mental space for me. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that I'm hoping to continue to develop uh, next year. And um, I'm going to pass it on over to Jamie. Thanks. Great hearing about everybody's goals. It's it's actually helping me to formulate my own as well. But um, I'd say there's kind of four things that I am looking to do this year. Um, One within my own current position, um, our organization or company is growing um, fairly rapidly. and, And this year, we're definitely going to see that. Um, and feel that. And so I'm really actively trying to vision what my own unit needs to look like when we are at scale so that we are really building a staffing structure and policies and procedures to efficiently support the growth that's coming. Um, So that's inside my role. 
Um, this one, next one is maybe inside, but uh, maybe not. But I really want to find more ways to mentor young professionals. I know that when folks move up in positions in student affairs, we we miss, you know, our contact with students. And that, that certainly happened with me. And then as I've moved up in, in student affairs and moved uh, to higher ed adjacent role, I feel even more um, of the gap of being able to mentor young professionals. And so I want to find a way because, you know, that's, it's been, it's something I feel drawn to. I've had people tell me I'm, I'm good at it and it is part of my why. So I want to find a way to either build it into my own job or uh, something that's sustainable for me to do it outside of the job. Um, I also, I'm really interested in sort of studying the pivots that we do or do not see in higher ed after COVID, which is a little teaser to our next episode where I will propose to my colleagues to make some predictions about post-COVID. But it has been fascinating so far seeing how innovative folks have been. And now I'm equally fascinated to see what is retained and have a, you know, personal uh, hypothesis that if things are retained, we're going to be doing an even better job serving all students, um, particularly commuter and online students. And last, this is just a little thing, but like I, I'm coming upon four years in my current role, which I feel like went by really fast. And I really haven't thought that much about what's next. I've just been growing in my my own um, unit. I mean, I, I grew the unit and now I'm, I've grown in it as well. And so um, I just want to put thought into what's next. Is it just staying and continuing to see it grow, which is exceptionally rewarding? Or is it looking to move somewhere else? And what would that look like? Because I'm not sure anymore that that's going back to a college campus. So I want to do some reflection and thinking about that. I'm not really in any rush to come to a resolution, but uh, I've definitely always been someone that's been motivated by being able to create and innovate. And therefore, that's why I've loved. I worked for nine years at a startup university and uh, and the company that we're at now is a startup, but definitely a maturing one. So Uh, So I need to make a choice at some point, I suppose. But that's what I want to start thinking about. So those are my sort of four buckets of things. And I'm very fascinated to hear James's goals for this year. Well, I am thankful to have the opportunity to begin to think about my goals for this year. It became apparent to me a few weeks ago that um, I have been in maintenance mode for about a year. Um, We started noticing... Um, the COVID problems across the country in January, and we really started to pivot then, and we haven't stopped until this past holiday. We finally had some time to pause. And so I really spent some time over the holiday break thinking about um, what this year would look like and what my goals would be. And so some of the goals that I've come up with that I'm really excited to, to begin to explore are one, to think about boundaries and balance and how I bring meaning to work, but also don't abandon my life to do it. Um, when when you're in, uh, I think Solomon made a good point. We were sort of 
being given things to do. We were sort of creating things on the fly. And in doing so, we were really focused on the students being our why, which they should always be. But in doing so, I watched my staff and the staff on campus and at other campuses across the Commonwealth while we were while we were working together. And I noticed that they were burning out. And so I think we need to think about sustainable staffing and student affairs. I think that's something that, that I'm passionate about looking at and studying further. Um, additionally, I, uh, like Jamie had said, enjoy connecting with students, really enjoy connecting with students. It's one of my passions. And as I've moved up in the institution, I have less contact with them. And so one of my goals and one of the things I have envisioned to do this year is to spend more time with students than I did before. Um, I advise the student government. I still see students on a day-to-day basis, but I don't have the same level of connection with them that I used to. And so I've been really reaching out to do that. In fact, last night we played Jackbox games and I hosted them with the students online. We're going to do it again tonight and tomorrow night. And it was really exciting just to hear about their day and not to have anything business-wise to do with them except to play a game together. And so I'm going to make time to do that with my students to make sure that they have an opportunity to connect with me in a different way. I think one of the other things professionally I'm looking to do is to make sure that the diversity, equity, inclusion work on our campuses um, is not abandoned while we're trying to work through the pandemic. I think it's important that we continue to do that work um, and to elevate that work and make sure that it's being focused and to make sure that that work is not being heaped only on professionals that were hired to do diversity and equity and inclusion work because that's the work of all of us as professionals, is the work of all of us as a society. And I think it's important, particularly as leaders in in student affairs, to really dig into that work. I'm taking an online course through Coursera from the University of Michigan about leading diversity, equity, and inclusion work, and it has been a really wonderful opportunity. Um, And it's really cost efficient to do so. So I really sort of recommend taking up those professional development opportunities you can get like that. Um, And then finally, I am, like Jamie said, looking at what's next for me. Um, I love the work that I do here. I love the students that I work with. Um, I love that I had the opportunity to study and complete my doctorate, but I'm at the age where I'm starting to think about what is is next. Is my next role here in some capacity um, or is my role somewhere else doing something different? And so I'm, I'm open to that. Like Jamie said, I think it's a perfect parallel. I think the, the, the pandemic has given us some space to reflect. And in that reflection, I've decided to really look at what I want to do next. And so that's what I'm doing is taking a look. I'm not in any hurry. Uh, doesn't have to be a decision I make tomorrow or next year, but really being intentional about next steps for me and my career. And so I think that's it for me uh, professionally. So I'm going to pass it back over to Dustin to queue up our next conversation. Yeah, yeah, such good stuff. Uh, I feel like we've had a lot of different, really important points, and there's some kind of similarities. And I know uh, some of them I, I kind of took it on more of the personal side that we're going to move to uh, next. But um, I just feel like because there's like a bunch of stuff that kept coming up for me from like everybody's, uh, uh, you know, each of your answers of like, because uh, my wife got me into TikTok this year. So the idea of like, you know, social media and getting into it, I'm just like, like, all right, yeah, you know, here's a whole new platform I'm like getting into. But um, you know, uh, I found like LinkedIn to be super helpful and I want to continue to like, uh, you know, nurture that and all the platforms, uh, for myself as well. But then like, I know like I've been in terms of like, you know, uh, professional development, 
you know, obviously the esports courses I'm taking are short courses, and that's been super amazing and cost efficient. And yeah, there's great stuff on Coursera. And I think that exact course, uh, somebody else was just talking to me about it. Um, so I feel like there's like something in the ether. I don't know if it's new and it's like, I don't know, uh, just getting served up in algorithms to people uh, now. But but yeah, I mean, there's just so many great, like, you know, free, low cost options for, for learning. And, you know, I've even started thinking about like, Oh, do I want to try to join the uh, doctoral club in like the next couple of years? And like, you know, what would I want to get out of that and everything? So I feel like, yeah, just a lot of good short and long-term goals. So I appreciate everybody uh, sharing what they did. And yeah, so now we'll, we'll move on to uh, any goal or goals that you have for yourself personally. So uh, for me, a couple of quick hits. Uh, I want to keep trying to read more books. Uh, it's probably one of the things I'm not so great at, uh, admittedly. So uh, this year I got a lot more into audiobooks. I've been trying to like equip myself with some good wireless audio tech so I can like listen to stuff when I take the dog out or just kind of out and about. So uh, yeah, I try to keep up with the audiobook game. Um, you know, make sure that I'm always making as much time as I can uh, for my hobbies. Like, you know, I've got now a stack of games uh, from the holidays. Uh, that was, uh, you know, got a lot of gifts and good deals on and stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of good TV and movies out there. I want to make sure that I can make time to watch and enjoy to uh, relax and just, you know, try to, you know, balance time better between everything. Cause sometimes there is where I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, neglecting, you know, one aspect of my life, uh, for another. So just trying to see how I can kind of cut the pie up of, uh, you know, each day and week and month and all that, uh, to try to better balance everything. So, um, and, you know, and part of that can be like taking less on in terms of like random side projects or, uh, various things like that. So um, definitely that one maybe is like the, the you know, least tangible and maybe loftiest, is a, you know, with a little one and a dog and a wife and friends and work and everything, you know, it's a, you know, it's a lot, uh, but I'm hopeful that I can uh, figure out a good uh, new routine, especially as hopefully things will, uh, you know, kind of open back up and uh, maybe get a little bit more bandwidth back. But um, yeah, we'll run down the list again. Uh, Solomon, very curious to hear uh, what you have as a, a goal or goals uh, for yourself personally. Yeah, and I have faith in you, Dustin, that you'll nail down that new routine. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, but uh, speaking of new routines, one of uh, mine has been trying to do something physical every weekend. And I started that a little bit before November or the end of November. Um, and it's been something that I've been really enjoying. So um, I've been biking recently. Um, and that was something that was completely new for me, I think many of us are probably trying to find new ways to, you know, work a little bit more physical movement um, in our lives since we've been inside for so long now and probably have a, a good bit more time to go, unfortunately. Um, so I've been also trying to do hikes and I've been really enjoying that. So I definitely want to keep um, that trend going. I'm going to take a few moments just to plug um, my air fryer. I <laughs> purchased one of those recently as well. I'm plugging your air fryer. <laughs> if you don't have one. Like your air fryer is a person. <laughs> um, if you don't have one, I highly recommend it. Um, changes the game for healthy eating. Um, makes it so much easier. So. Um, just wanted to take a, a few moments for that. Um, I did want to mention for the listeners that we can go ahead and put a link to the courses with which James mentioned. That actually, I'd love to to see that James as well. 
um, the Coursera course on diversity, equity, inclusion, yeah. and then um, for all of the esports fans out there, maybe Dustin, you could put uh, in the show notes a link mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the the certificate that you're doing. And Dustin, um, the doctoral, it's not a club, it's the academy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Academia, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not like that, but you know, just had to say it, just had to say it. Um, so here's an interesting thing. I was really reflecting on this because when um, Solomon and James stated their professional goals, they they mentioned work-life balance and both Solomon and James work in campus-based positions and Dustin and I work adjacent to higher ed and we both well, I'm foreshadowing one of my goals right now, but my my personal goal is basically work-life balance. And I don't really know what that means um, as far as why, when it came to answering the questions, we flipped it. But I feel like there's something there. So I'll, I'll kind of open up to and see if you all have any thoughts about it. But I will say for, for mine, when I say work-life balance, I think one of the things that, you know, has been really tough parenting and working full-time in a in a significant leadership role during the pandemic has been actually really being present for my kids because they're present all the time. And so I've really had to like, I've taken the email app off my phone. I've had to be really intentional so that I don't, they don't see me as constantly working while I'm trying to parent them. And the funniest thing happened. I actually really enjoy that time that I'm truly dedicating to them. My kids are at an age where we can do a little science project or a craft project, all of the stuff that I really enjoy because I'm I'm nerdy that way. Speaking of student affairs nerds, I'm also a craft nerd and my, my kids love it. Um, both of them do and it has brought me a lot of joy. And so you know anticipating COVID ending at some point and my kids go back to school. I will miss seeing them as much. And so I really, really want to make sure that the time I do have them at home with me when they're not at school, I want to make sure that I am very intentional with with at least dedicating whatever. I mean, right now, I've, my goal has been one to two hours, so maybe I'll just stick to that. But that's something really important to me. And um, it is not easy to do. And my other is is just really to continue making as healthy decisions as I can. It sounds like uh, that's something that most of us share in one capacity or another. I started joining step bets and I'd never done that before. And that's been really cool because I don't want to lose my money. Um, I don't really care that much about winning other people's money, but I do not want to lose my $40 that I put in. And when my job is permanently remote, so I always work from home and it is often hard to get steps in. Um, So I have to be intentional about doing a walk in the morning. Actually, even if I do go to the gym, I I like to do CrossFit. Even if I do that, a lot of the times they don't count at steps because I'm lifting weights and I sometimes that's annoying. Like, let it count. But really, I feel like, well, I should be getting my ass up and walking. So, uh, so I really like that. And I intend to continue to work on uh, my, my health and fitness and pursuing some kind of unique uh, ways to do that this year, which maybe I'll share on a future show. Those, those are my personal goals. I would like to become the best crafter in the world. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, I will now pass uh, things over to James. Let's hear your personal goals. 
Well, I uh, the pandemic was good to me in in a couple ways. One, I had some time to reflect and think and read books, which was nice. And it, you know, working from home was a new experience because um, I was on campus pretty much every other day or half of a day, and then I'd be back here. I actually live on campus anyway, so it wasn't very much difference between being in my uh, my house working than being in my office working because there was really no one around until students came back. Um, we we made it through the campus uh, through the fall in person, and we're back in, in session now for the spring. And so far, so good. That's been great. One of the things that's been wonderful for me is I've had time to be active. Um, back in uh, January of last year, just before everything went went crazy, I started uh, going to the gym every day and walking. And I, when the pandemic started, I started walking outdoors. I spent most of the summer walking around campus uh, with my mask on, being both a good role model and getting my steps in. And I ended up dropping about 98 pounds over the course of the of the pandemic. Um, so now wow. I'm trying to keep that off. Oh, that's it. That's it. 98 pounds. <laughs> I feel like there. if there's a way to do a virtual round of applause, that should be happening right now. Right. Congrats. Well, I'll tell you, being in the doctoral club, as Dustin said, sure did pack on the pounds. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so all right, all right, I had, all right. a, had a little way to go. So I uh, was happy about that. So working to keep, keep that, that momentum moving. That's been wonderful for me. Um, other personal goals, I'm spending a lot of time with my dad. I mean, I think I've said before on this podcast that my mom passed away in August. And so I've been spending a lot of time with dad. And um, I think that made it feel more important. Um, we had a great holiday together. Um, but, you know, family has been way more important. I don't, don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that it took that for that to be a, a, a wake up call for me. But it totally was that I needed to spend more time with the people I love. Um, and that um, they were my life. They weren't part of my life. And so that's been good for me. Uh, been connecting with a lot of friends that I hadn't had time to see. And so I'm hoping that I get to start traveling again soon. We'll see how that goes. Fingers crossed. I really want to travel with you all. That's that's really my goal this year personally mm-hmm. is I need to get on a plane. I haven't been on a plane in almost a year and I used to have, you know, a pretty good record with JetBlue. We were, we were on roll to, you know, when I got my doctorate, JetBlue thanked me and and congratulated me in a text. That's how close we were. Um, (laughs) And I just haven't had a chance to be with my friends on JetBlue. So I want to get back there. So that's, those are pretty much my, my personal goals is to stay active, spend time with family and friends and, and get back to traveling. Yeah. Well, I feel like that is the joke. Some people just because like they enjoy the like allure of like travel. It's like, can you just get on a plane that'll just take off and come back to the same airport? Like I just <laughs> yeah. want like the guys of, like, you know, like I'm traveling or something, get a little like drink on the plane and whatever. Sure, I can fly from Richmond to DC and right back. It would totally right, be fine. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're all in that camp because I think, uh, yeah, I know for me, like just like people seeing our baby, like that that would be kind of like the impetus because like, you know, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd want to see friends, but it also could be like, oh, we'll, we'll bring the baby or whatever, you know, like, um, yeah, so it'll be nice. But I, I think Solomon, I think you, you, do you remember your final yeah, personal goal? Yeah, all right. I that's, do, that's and 
I'm actually really embarrassed that I forgot it because I've had this goal for a while, which is to finally launch my YouTube channel, um, which I'm hoping uh, this time around to vlog a little bit of my experience um, in this new graduate program, kind of um, expanding my purview from higher education um, into more of the uh, digital and social media creative space. So I'm really excited to lean into that and Hopefully, we'll have future episodes to plug here. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Yeah, I mean, content creation a little bit because uh, I mean, it just I've I blogged for several years and just like putting stuff out there. It's uh, super awesome, very fun, and um, yeah. I mean, cause I feel like it just helps to like put things together in your mind. Yeah, so if it's like stuff you're learning in class and just like you know, yeah. I mean, all oh, that's gonna be uh, I'm sure just a, a super fun experience for you. And I, I will also say, my mom got. Uh, me and my wife an air fryer uh, for Christmas this year, so <laughs> it's another club I, I'm at, you know now a part of. Um, I'll say, it. yeah, it's great, it's great, I love it. But uh, yeah, so I guess now the final question, um, it sort of just puts everything into a little bit of context of, uh, you know, we've been all mentioning things that we've like realized or you know changed or stopped or started, uh, you know, with this past year. So do you think that this past year changed, you know, what you wanted to work towards in, you know, why or why not? And I will say for myself that I don't think it really did, you know, it just affirmed the things that are important to me, uh, you know, more so. And, um, you know, cause I, I had talked about in the previous episode about like patience and just like, you know, now, you know, looking ahead, trying to make sure that I can, uh, slow down to try to get things into like a better harmony. Cause I, I always feel the temptation of wanting and feeling as though I have to do more, like whatever I'm doing, however much that is, is never enough. Um, so being more comfortable with like, you know, whatever you get to, that's enough. You know, it could be like one day you're super productive and that's awesome. Another day you don't get to as much and both of that is fine. Um, so yeah, just making sure that I can like nurture my own interests and the hobbies that I have and make, just making sure I take time to grow myself as a person. Cause I think there is just that, like, uh, you know, you could just get caught up in the work hustle and it's like, you know, all you can do if you're like, you know, yeah, we say we, we are out traveling and at dinner parties and happy hours and whatever. And all you can really answer is about like the work that you do versus like uh, the things that you care about and the things that you, uh, you know, spend uh, your time on and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where my head's at. Um, so, you know, just kind of affirming the things that are important to me uh, over this past year. But uh, Solomon, I'm curious, uh, your, your angle on that question, do you think the past year changed what you want to work towards? Wow. Before you answered, I was going to say yes, but the more that I thought about the year that I had, I think similarly to you, I feel affirmed through all of the full circle moments that I feel like I experienced throughout this last year. And probably the the first one being um, the grad program that I mentioned. It was a program that I actually was looking into a year prior, um, but my GRE ex- my GRE scores had just expired like mm. a year ago, and they would not waive that requirement for me to get in the program. And so here I am after a summer. I've done all of these new like creative and digital things to, you know, just stay current in front of students' attention, um, you know, during orientation over the summer. And I'm getting this feeling of like, man, this is really interesting to me. I'm really enjoying this part of my job a lot more than other aspects. I need to find a way to break into like this, this field, this space. And so I was actually thinking about, you know, picking up a part-time second job 
Um, but when I was looking at all of the requirements for that and just thinking about working my full-time job at the same time, I was like, you really should just go back to school with all the energy that you're going to dedicate. And so I went back to the website and lo and behold, because of COVID, they waived the GRE requirement for this admission cycle. And mm. so it was just like one of many moments like that, that continued to happen um, in this last year that just like you said, affirmed so much of I think, what was already there, I just needed to be like reminded of and I think the slow pace of well, I don't want to say slow pace because it sure didn't feel like that the whole time. But I think us being the slow pace of definitely us living our lives outside of work, right? Not being able to, uh, you know, speed from one event to the next um, really helped, I think, many people slow down, including me, and just really reflect on, um, like you said, what we care about most, what we want to invest our time and energy in. And um, yeah, how we want to continue living. So those have kind of been how, how my year has shifted in, in my perspective. Um, but Jamie, so interested to hear yours. Well, maybe not so interested, Solomon. But because I, you know, I thought a lot about this question. Did my goals and such change? And I mean, I kind of would just say the same as you and Dustin with regard to things just being affirmed. But I guess the, probably the biggest thing is just, you know, coming into COVID um, when it came to parenting and having the kids home all the time, I like, I was like, Oh, holy shit. Like, how am I going to do this with kids at home all the time? And I think that was because I didn't really have that much, confidence in myself in parenting I know that sounds silly because my kids are four and seven years old I don't know I just didn't and I and I think I didn't realize how much joy I could really get from devoting attention to them and you know spending that time with them and so you know I, I think I'd always thought that I would be the type of person that could never be a stay-at-home parent because my brain is always so wired to think about projects and innovation and that sort of thing. And I st I'm actually still inclined to believe that a little bit, but, uh, but I really, really have enjoyed that time. And so my little personal goal of making sure I stay present for the kids, I don't think it's different this time last year, I probably would have said the same thing, but I just know what that means more now. So that's what's changed, I guess. I've actually really enjoyed not traveling. Your your comments about traveling made me think about that. I used to travel a lot, a lot, a lot. And it was mixed feelings because I would, I mean, I love being around people. So it's cool to travel and be at the places, notably the universities. But it would make me so sad to leave my family for a few days at a time. And sometimes the kids would cry and such. So it's kind of been nice not doing that. Not that that was a goal I set for myself, but, but yeah, that's, um, that's what's changed with me or just like, like we said, reaffirmed. Mm. How about you, James? Well, I think for me, I think the thing that probably, I don't, I don't think anything really changed. I think I got more focus. Uh, I was able to achieve clarity on my goals. I had time to reflect. I had a lot of time to stop. 
Um, it's amazing when you spend time walking. Um, I, during the summer, especially, I averaged about five, six, seven miles a day walking. Um, because if I had work phone calls, I would take them while I walked. And um, also, I would just have to walk back home once I got wherever I was going from the walk I was on. And it's amazing how much time you have to reflect and think about things that you probably don't take time to think about on a regular basis. So the focus and clarity were important to me. Um, uh, being single, uh, well, I really miss traveling because there's no one here but me. So sometimes I go absolutely stir crazy after about, you know, 12 hours. Mm. Um, I call people on the phone a lot, uh, but, uh, you know. There's no one really here. I can send you a kid, James, if you would like. I would love to borrow one. <laughs> Nothing if you ever need a babysitter, let me know. I'm there. All right, all right. Um, I love to take care of kids and hang out with, with little ones and teach them all kinds of science experiments and weird things to do. Um, I'm the best uncle in the world. Not sure I want to be a parent. We'll see. Maybe someday. We'll, who knows? Uh, so, you know, just a lot of really, really great time to focus. I think one of the things I had time to do or and having time to do is to um, write again. That's been something that's super fun for me that I'm, I'm hoping to stick to is, is really having some time to do some research and writing. I had to take honestly a break after uh, I finished the doctoral program. I never wanted to write again. It's not Jamie's fault. I promise she was a wonderful teacher. Um, it, <laughs> it was just a lot to write. Um, I named my dissertation. Uh, so Lisa and I are officially broken up. Her name was Lisa. <laughs> and we're done. If it helps, if it helps when I finished my doctorate, I was like, no, 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 don't say the word dissertation right now. That's a bad word. No, no, <laughs> don't say it. So, yeah. so I take no offense. <laughs> well, my dissertation chair is Monique Dada, and uh, she actually asked me a couple months ago if I missed Lisa, and the answer was a solid no. I don't miss Lisa. I miss her, but I don't miss Lisa at all. James, was Lisa an acronym for anything? Nope, just named her Lisa. I don't know why. It just came up one afternoon and I stuck with it for three years. <laughs> so what's the official title now? Um, the official title is an evaluation study of mandatory reporters of Title IX at colleges and universities. And uh, Title IX is a pretty heavy topic for a dissertation, everyone, just so you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Great times there. So that was what, what's been up with me. I, I think that I'm, I'm going into this year incredibly hopeful and optimistic about the future and feeling pretty good about life. Good stuff. Um, and are you able to link out to that? Like, be, I, I'm sure some people might be curious to, to check it out. Yeah, um, I'd love to link out to Lisa. Yeah. Everybody should get a chance to look at her. I don't think anybody ever will if I don't. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. We're going to show her some love, you know? Um, I was wondering the same thing, though, if it was like an acronym, because I, I feel like it would have been very clever. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Maybe uh, we could even have, sorry to interrupt us, and I was just thinking maybe it'd be cool to have a subsequent episode talking about the pursuit of the doctorate and the D word. Maybe I'll name my dissertation before we yeah. have that. It'd be easier to mention, yeah, like for the whole title or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think that's, yeah, I mean, I, I just love that we're like actively brainstorming on this episode of future episodes. I think will be uh, very good to uh, give time to explore because I feel like that's uh, a truism of podcasting that you like mention something and you're like, oh my gosh, that's a whole other episode. So that, I appreciate that that uh, trend continues. Um, so a lot more to discuss in uh, future episodes. And, you know, it's, it's just so curious to me too. I think like we're all at very uh, different 
places in terms of like, I have like a baby that's not even a year old yet. Jamie, you have like older children. Uh, James, like noting that you're single and just like, you know, I, I know a lot of other people, like a lot of my other friends that are just like, you know, I, I I feel like it's like a sensitive subject. I kind of like don't want to ask like, oh, what's it been like? Like what's dating like this past year or whatever? Because then I just like, you know. It's not a thing. Let's just. Right, right. Yeah. Like it's not. Yeah, if I don't have anything to talk about. If anybody knows somebody. <laughs> right, right. You know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so a lot, a lot of different experiences that we can talk about. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll end it there. And uh, obviously, like we we're talking about, have links out to things uh, uh, on the website, uh, kind of the blog post show notes uh, accompanying this episode. So um Thank you so much, uh, everybody uh, at our roundtable here sharing all that you did. And uh, thanks to everybody for listening. And we will see you in the next episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Student Affairs Nerds podcast. For more information about the show and hosts, visit our website at studentaffairsnerds.com. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook at SA Nerds Pod to get the most recent updates about our show. If you have a great idea for a show, we would love to hear it and we'd love to feature you. Send your show ideas to Podcast at gmail.com. And if you think our show is pretty great and totally nerdy, please leave us a review. 